Now, because we're talking about skin health today, before we jump into today's episode, I want to remind you that skin healing comes from the inside out. So first and foremost, we work on gut and hormone health. So most women do gut restoration work, dream support and hormone rebalancing to heal their skin and to get it glowing. Now, one of my favorite products when it comes to skin health is collagen, especially bovine collagen for gut healing and marine collagen for skin health. Switch Nutrition does one of my favorite collagen blends that combines not only bovine, but wild caught sustainable marine collagen. On top of this, the formula contains vitamin C and digestive enzymes. So this will help improve the absorption and utilization of collagen L-tryptophan, which is added to ensure the blend contains all nine essential amino acids required to support any tissue recovery and repair. It also has glycine and glutamine to support connective tissue and gut health. And lastly, MCT oil and prebiotic fibers to feed your good gut flora and provide metabolic support. So to get your hands on some Switch Nutrition Collagen, follow the link in the show notes or head to switchnutrition.com.au and use the code SHEZ at checkout to receive a discount. Now enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain, and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Hormones podcast. I'm your host Sheridan Decker and I'm super excited to have you with me here today to chat about supporting your body in perimenopause. So I understand this is quite a specific topic for a specific group of women um, but I feel like all my topics are because not everything relates to everyone all the time. So the reason I want to chat about this today is just because I uh, speak and work with so many women who struggle with perimenopause symptoms um, and I just want to unpack that a little bit and sort of what that looks like and things we can do to support you through this transitional stage. Now Anything I speak about today um, is usually addressed inside my root cause program. So that includes your testing, that includes uh, work with me, the one-on-one support, supplements, dietary changes, all those kinds of things. So if you are listening going, oh, this sounds like something I need help with, then please send me a DM on Instagram, uh, flick me an email or reach out via my website because I love to hear from you. Um, So Perimenopause, we're kind of talking about that age from, you know, kind of around the age from 35 to 50, we start to see quite significant hormonal changes in women. So if you're trying to fall pregnant, we kind of say sort of after that 35 to 40, there's obviously definitely can be harder and there's definitely a lot of changes that may make the process um, a little bit trickier for you. But if you're, even if you're not wishing to come pregnant, sort of you are still striving for a smooth and symptom-free shift into perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. Okay. So the good news is, is that there are several common root causes of irregular periods and hormonal imbalances in old women. And there are also solutions. So 
testing is a really important factor when it comes to understanding what's happening throughout peri and early perimenopause and beyond. So every woman's body is so unique and so different that I find it really important to be able to work one-on-one with you to understand what is going on, what symptoms you're experiencing, because they're different for everyone, and how we can address those things. So before we dive into the causes, let's have a look at what the definition and science of perimenopause is. So Period changes kind of after 35, which is perimenopause, are characterized by fluctuating estrogen and dropping progesterone levels, okay, usually due to a decreased frequency of ovulation. So more specifically, progesterone in the luteal phase, so the second half of your cycle, begins to decrease while estrogen remains the same. Now, FSH increases and serum inhibin B begins to decrease, all right? So periods more often than not be, uh, become shorter, but also we see changes um, you know, in that time between the periods. So not only do they decrease in length, but the whole cycle. So you may skip a cycle completely, um, which generally I see um, in women who might come to me in that perimenopause age who are sort of starting to skip cycles sporadically. So it can begin as early as 35 and may include these symptoms. So symptoms are generally looking for insomnia, increased irritability, yay, hot flashes, irregular periods, vaginal dryness, skin dryness, decreased libido, fatigue or lower energy, weight gain or weight loss resistance, water retention, headaches, uh, difficulty becoming impregnant, heavy periods and increased PMS. So if these symptoms ring true for you, it could be showing signs of perimenopause. But thankfully, there are several root causes and ways to support these symptoms and ensure your hormones stay balanced as we age. So causes of irregular periods in perimenopause. Now, symptoms can vary from woman to woman um, and Irregular periods and hormonal imbalances can vary widely as well. So it can be incredibly frustrating, frightening, especially in the case of fertility, so um, quite sad as well, to struggle with symptoms that come from these hormonal and estrogen imbalances. But the most common causes of the irregular periods and the perimenopausal symptoms, one, egg quality in perimenopause, so with decline, declining egg quality, which can be related to diet, lifestyle, stress, age, hormonal imbalances. And when you're over 35, we do see egg quality starts to decline and this leads to a natural decrease in hormones. So what can we do about it? Now, Recent research has shed light on ways to improve in quality um, instead of simply accepting it as a cause of infertility. But the big ones usually are good nutrition, improved sleep, uh, testing, and then using targeted supplement support to increase the quality of your eggs. Why do we see, second one, why do we see estrogen dominance in perimenopause? So a common pattern during this stage is estrogen dominance, largely due to the decline in progesterone. So in that 10 to 15 years leading up to menopause, we're seeing a decline in progesterone and either estrogen staying the same or it's fluctuating a lot. So they're no longer balanced. Now, during our peak reproductive years, estrogen stays fairly consistent and tends to 
uh, lead to a stable cycle that occurs, you know, quite regularly. The symptoms of this um, estrogen dominance in perimenopause is things like spotting, heavy periods, PMS, headaches, anxiety, depression, insomnia, and infertility. Okay, so they are really, real common ones. The ways we support estrogen dominance, diet, eating enough fiber, clearing gut infections, um, herbs to support estrogen, sleep and stress reduction are our real big ones for that estrogen dominant picture. This is where a Dutch hormone test is really helpful because it tells us what pathways in estrogen you tend to, um, you're trying to clear, sorry, what pathways in the liver you're trying to clear estrogen through. And then we can address it effectively to make sure that you're detoxing any excess estrogen and your hormones are circulating quite nicely. So what about low hormone production in perimenopause? So during this time, we tend to see low overall hormonal um production, which can be linked to root causes of brain fog, brain inflammation, um, and low hormone levels usually um, are referring to cortisol. So generally I see like a burnt out cortisol pattern, so low adrenal cortisol pattern, um, fluctuating estrogen, low testosterone, low progesterone. This is where a lot of those big symptoms occur in the sense of low energy, low libido, sugar cravings, carb cravings, vaginal dryness. So that's some of our big ones. Um, weight gain, ability, like loss of ability to put on muscle are all quite um, predominant ones. My favorite to understand here what is going on is your dried urine test for comprehensive hormones. So your Dutch hormone testing, okay? This is an excellent approach to get you the information you need to understand what's going on with adrenal picture, testosterone picture, progesterone, estrogen, and just tell us across the board why things are shifting the way they're shifting and how we're going to support each of those different elements. Is it maca powder for testosterone? Do we, you know, are we working on the ovaries here with Vitex or are we working on the adrenal glands because they're burnt out and they need vitamin C and adaptogens and more nutrients to support and nourish them, okay? Because different herbs work quite well, like your Winthania or your ashwagandha, but understanding whether you're a low or a high hormone pattern is kind of key to un a low or high stress pattern is key to understanding this hormonal picture. Uh, nutrition and weight gain in perimenopause is really common. So there is the diet side of things. Like if you're eating a lot of refined flours and sugars, then we see a lot more systemic inflammation and weight gain. Sugar causes a natural spike in insulin, which can contribute to that negative ratio of progesterone to estrogen. Okay. So it is important to be mindful of sugar intake, but also dairy and gluten because they can be triggers for inflammation and hormone imbalances. On top of that, I strongly push women to consider environmental estrogens, okay, or toxins that are going to disrupt your hormones. So things from plastics, things from skincare, things from perfumes, anything that's going to disrupt that hormonal balance or that your body needs to detox and remove. So our key things here, quality diet, okay, so enough fats, tracking your protein, eating enough protein is really, really important here, uh, getting enough cruciferous vegetables in to support that estrogen detoxing, 
being mindful if you've got uh, gut issues, they not that may not be appropriate for you right now. Uh, flax seeds, water are also really, really important as well. So we do want to support your digestion. So proper digestion includes being able to break down and absorb those key nutrients from your foods and eliminate toxins outside the body. So if you cannot digest your foods properly, we're going to see imbalance in that gut microbiota, okay? So we want to ensure we're supporting the good gut flora and reducing food for the bad gut flora because this is going to support um, hormone detoxing as well, okay? So if, like I said, if you've got hormonal issues, I always say work on the gut first. That is key to ensure we're digesting our food, absorbing our nutrients, and then can also have regular bowel movements to poop these things out the body, um, but also ensure we're getting the building blocks you need for your hormones, essentially. Sometimes supplementing key nutrients can be really, really important, especially if you're low in zinc or bees. Um, I find that they can be key elements as well, especially in that phase two liver detoxing. Magnesium is often deficient. B vitamins are so commonly deficient. I feel like that is a big one that goes, you know, misread a lot of the time. Having quality bees in your diet is critical. Um, and then lastly, I kind of just want to touch on the detoxification side of things. So when we're talking about detoxification, this is probably a lesser known root cause of hormonal imbalances, but having an overburdened liver. So proper detoxification is allowing the body, like I've just spoken about, to detoxify spent estrogen and stop that recirculation, which is raising those estrogen levels, okay? When your liver gets overloaded with environmental toxins like plastics and medications, poor quality diet, um, environmental toxins, then it doesn't have enough resources to then also work on clearing gut infections or hormonal imbalances, okay? So we need to make sure we're supporting that liver. One primary detoxification, which you would have seen if you've done a Dutch test, is called methylation. So this eliminates metabolized hormones from the body. If we don't have good methylation, this will impair your production of melatonin um, and also those neurotransmitters that play a role in anxiety and depression, okay? So how do we support our liver? How do we support methylation? So nutritional strategies can improve these um, methylation processes. I really emphasize um, on stay, like phase one of the liver, your fibrous, your cruciferous vegetables. Wow, my words today. <laughs> Um, so things like your broccoli, cauliflower, brussels sprouts, kale, um, but also being mindful again of FODMAPs. And if you've got chronic bacterial infections, those things are just going to make you so gassy and so uncomfortable that I would not recommend them um, in high doses. I always like to have them very well cooked or broken down, uh, lots of salt with them, a bit of butter with them to support that digestion. Plenty of green leafy vegetables, adequate protein, healthy fats, and proper hydration are also really, really important. A lot of my clients actually are put on DIM, for example, which is a really good one um, to support this sort of detoxification process. I love Estro Switch, which you can get on the Switch Nutrition website. That's got the broccoli sprout in it, and that's got a lot of key nutrients that are going to support that phase one and that phase two of the liver. So 
you can get Estro Switch off the Switch Nutrition website. Just use the code SHEZ for a discount, S-H-E-Z, my nickname, um, which will just help you get a little bit further ahead with that. But it is really important to support both phases of that liver detoxing, okay? And you do see a lot of shifts in um, hormonal fluctuations and a lot of your symptoms when you support the liver because it's a key part of the whole healing picture. Lastly, though, why is testing so key for perimenopause? So test don't guess is something that you guys always say to me. You're like, you said test don't guess, Sheridan. And it is so, so important because we know the same symptoms can arise from vastly different hormonal issues, okay? So going from symptoms alone is not wise. So for example, if you have high estrogen and low estrogen, you might have the same symptoms. So it's hard to know what is actually driving it. And if you're basing your symptoms off skin issues, off bloating, off heavy painful periods, it's hard to know what the key driver is here. So in practice, I'm working with women inside the root cause program. I personally found that the Dutch test is extremely effective for discovering progesterone deficiencies, low overall hormone levels, poor detoxification, and even certain nutrient deficiencies. So I think with so, so, so many different female hormone tests on the market, this one is the best bang for your buck and also is used by a lot of different integrative um, medical practitioners. But I just find it gives us the most information um, that we can use to support your overall symptom picture. So depending on, you know, whatever your goal is, whether it's improve sleep, decrease perimenopause anxiety, lose weight, gain, uh, sorry, gain energy, boost detoxification, or even, you know, have a baby with natural fertility options, the Dutch test does give us a really, really good foundation in understanding your body. So, the Dutch test will test for estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, DHEA, cortisol, melatonin, some vitamin markers, some neurotransmitter markers, and oxidative stress markers. So if you want to know more about that, please listen to previous podcasts on the Dutch test where I actually go through it and I have a video and break down the different areas of Dutch testing. Um, or please send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email so that I can point you in the right direction with Dutch testing. I do always recommend you do gut work alongside hormone work because like I always say, the gut is at the foundation of your health, okay? So we need to work on that first before we can address all those higher level up things, okay? So to support your adrenals, to support your thyroid, to support your sex hormones, you need to be having regular bowel movements, you know, digest your food, absorb your nutrients, have a healthy microbiota. So this is really, really key. And that's why I work with women over six months to address all those things to make these long lifestyle changes. There are no quick fixes. We don't do anything overnight. We're all in it for the long haul here. So I hope that was helpful for you in understanding a bit about perimenopause, the main symptoms, how to address these symptoms. But really to recap, Perimenopause symptoms can begin as early as 35 and might include the following. So insomnia, um, irritability, hot flashes, irregular periods, vaginal dryness, skin dryness, decreased libido, fatigue or lower energy, weight gain or weight loss resistance, water retention, headaches, 
difficulty becoming pregnant, heavy periods, and increased PMS. So if these symptoms are for you and you're showing signs of perimenopause, there are root causes and there are ways to support these, okay, and to ensure your hormones get balanced as you get older. Our biggest ways to support it comes down to gut health, uh, supporting your nutrients so making sure you're getting enough key nutrients and vitamins and minerals into your diet, eating enough protein, adding in supportive herbs and doing root cause testing to ensure we know the best way to support your overall hormone picture. So hope that was helpful. Uh, remember to support your liver, phase one, phase two of estrogen detoxing. The estro switch by switch nutrition can be really, really helpful. You guys can grab that from the link in my show notes or jump onto their website um, and use the code SHES at checkout. Otherwise, please leave me a review. I love to hear from you um, and I will hopefully see you around on Instagram. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.